Hey, Kevin Draves here with the Howl for Diamond Box Bluetooth speakers. I got to tell you, I play basketball at the gym down the road for me all the time. And sometimes I go late at night. I bring my Diamond Box. And now they're introducing three new systems. The new L2, XL2, and M2 all feature stereo sound by themselves or split stereo sound with wireless syncing of two units for a live sound experience. Loud enough for any environment. And I kid you not, you could play this at low volume and you'll hear it in any room of your house. This is the most powerful Bluetooth boombox speaker on the market today. Check them out on Twitter at Diamond Box Co. That's box with two X's, Diamond Box Co. You're listening to the NBA 2K League show on Dash Radio. Away from your team's first right title. Right it's only one quarter till your name hangs with idols. Preparation set between fundamentals vital. Each game is survival. Never be true. I ride a diesel through your town like the Miami Heat. South Beach, they be showing us love. Takes it up. Oh, yeah, Everybody, welcome to the NBA 2K League show on Dash Radio's Nothing Minute channel. Brought to you by Rode Microphones, studio quality with easy accessibility since 1967. We are your source for NBA 2K League coverage each and every week. Here, covering the best of the best, not the rest of the rest. All right, 2K League fans. The time is now we are going to recap what we've all been waiting for, which is the NBA 2K League playoffs. Now, night number one, of course, took place on July 24th, and it features four teams. You have Blazer 5 taking on Warriors in the best of three, and then you have Mavs taking on Celtics, again, in the best of three. Who will be the victor? Who is going to be the team that moves on from this group? Are there going to be upsets? Are the favorites going to win? There's a lot to go over as far as night one is concerned. First game on the listing, we have Blazer 5 taking on Warriors Gaming. Now, I will say going into this one, I was under the impression that Blazer 5 were going to come out and shine. I honestly did not expect the Warriors to have uh, you know much in the tank. I, I just felt like... The Blazers were the better team. The question that uh, one of my co-hosts brought up, though, Aaron, is that were the Warriors actually playing a little bit of cat and mouse? Were they taking, so they won the ticket tournament, they made it into the playoffs long ago. Were they taking these last few weeks and just kind of coasting, not showing their true colors? That's the question we ask going into game number one. Big statistic to keep in mind when you start this game off is that the six-game losing streak was real. The Warriors gaming squad were on a six-game losing streak. That happened. And so we'll see now 
which team are we going to get? Are we going to get the ticket tournament? Are we going to get the team that shows up in the tournaments? The other issue you have, if you're looking at Blazer 5 Gaming, that is a team that has struggled in tournaments time and time again. They lose in the first round. What's going to happen in this tournament? Only time will tell. And actually, starting off this game, you saw exactly what you were wondering. And that is Warriors came out just on fire. And they were clearly the better team, especially in the first half. It wasn't even a question. Uh, but how about this? You start the game off, 23-4 to was the run. You made almost 100% of your first eight three-point shots. Just think about that. One miss. That's absolutely incredible. They clearly were prepared, and things were really good. If you look over to the Blazer 5 side of things, uh, it, it was a real struggle from the get-go. In fact, in the first half, you saw the superstars really, really struggling. And actually, in quarters one and two, Mama, I'm that man did not score a single point. Not a joke. That is not a typo. You are hearing me correct. Zero points. And I think that tells you a lot about how this game went. And in looking at halftime, you know, they started the game off 23-4 to four was the run. And at halftime, they are up by 20 four points. Now, if you're wondering how you get to that point, you obviously see that big run in the first quarter. 28 to 7 was the total run in the first, and in the second, you had an additional 14 to 11 advantage for Warriors Gaming. Now, here's the de- here's the deal. In the second half, things definitely changed. At least in the third quarter, you could see the Blazers 5 at least a, a little bit trying to fight back. In fact, they were actually able to win the third quarter. And we've seen that throughout the NBA 2K League history. That teams many times will come out with a, a rejuvenation or a fire in the second half. Out of, time, out of you, know, you get that pause at halftime, and hopefully you're able to do something at that point. Now, uh, to start off that second half, Mama clearly was that invigorated player as he was able to uh, start off the scoring early on and actually was able to uh, score throughout the second half. But again, we go back to that first half. He didn't score a single point. Blazer 5 struggled. And to overcome a 24-point lead, you have to play basically perfect, not only on defense, but on offense as well. And unfortunately, uh, that just wasn't meant to be. They were... You look over at the Warriors side of things, the only the only quarter that they lost was the third quarter. They won every single other quarter in the game. They also were the dominant team, shooting very, very good, 50% from the three-point line. I mean, that's, that's a big way to get the job done. And uh, from start to finish, Blazer 5, despite winning that third quarter, you never really felt like they were the, the better team. You never felt like they had it all things clicking you know firing on all cylinders that was not a thing for blazer five in this game and it definitely showed they didn't take care of the basketball they had a number of turnovers and actually we'll break this down quickly so we talked 28 to 7 in the first 14 11 in the second you know they win quarter three but they only win it by four points and that's not going to get the job done and in fact that was the most points they scored in any quarter was 15 you see some of these teams have giant quarters uh, Warriors came out swinging with that 28-point quarter. You need to be better if you're Blazer 5. And this is going to be a quick series if Blazer 5 can't figure out uh, what went wrong in this first game. Part of the problem you run into if you're Blazer 5, you don't you didn't exactly have a lot to scout with. The Warriors weren't bringing their best game these last six games. You know, ever since that ticket tournament, I think we're seeing now the true Warriors team. And they were really, really good. Now, for the Warriors, player of the game, I got to give the nod to Type. He had a fantastic double-double, 
12 points, 20 rebounds, but he did not stop there. Three assists, three steals, three blocks, just a single turnover. Hats off to type. Very fantastic game from him. Over on the Blazer 5 side, one wild walnut. I at least give him a shout-out. He did have a double-double, 16 points, 13 rebounds, a steal, a block, but five turnovers. And then we look over at Mama, seven turnovers. Your two best players, 12 turnovers apiece. That's a good way to lose the game. And they do end up falling in this one, as we stated. Final score, 67-45. to This game was not close. And honestly, it was really never in question. Game number two of night one of the playoffs. We have Celtics crossover gaming taking on Mavs gaming. Looking at this series, I definitely felt like the Mavs were the better team. But I did give the Celtics at least an outside chance. At a minimum, I felt like they would keep it close. Time will tell here. Let's get going on Game 1, Mavs-Celtics. Now, this game was very different than the game we had between the Warriors and Blazer 5. You had a good Celtics team. They've actually been on a winning streak of their or a streak of their own. In this case, a winning streak. Very different than what you saw with the Warriors. Now, Celtics, despite the fact that uh, they were not one of the top seeds, and obviously the Mavs were one of the, the better teams uh, coming into the playoffs, you definitely felt like this was anyone's game. Celtics had a lot of momentum, and honestly, it showed early on, and it showed throughout the game, and we talked about how this could be a very close series, and this game was the perfect example of just that. Now, Celtics took the early lead, and they were able to continue to hold it on through the first half. One thing you got from the Mavs is they were never really, I mean, they never gave up. They were clearly there uh, that entire first half. In fact, uh, you look at uh, the way the first half went. Uh, they lose the first quarter by just four points, the Mavs do, and the second by just three. So all of a sudden, you're talking about a very close game, seven points at halftime. And it's anyone's game. And you definitely saw that in that first half. And actually, in the second half, you got more of the same. Every time the Celtics would try to pull away, the Mavs would fight back. And actually, there's one specific uh, series we'll talk about just at the end of the game that I think really tells the story of how this game went. So under a minute to go, it was a five-point basketball game. Mavs were, were able to get the ball back, and as they went to try to push it up the court to try to bring it to a single-score game, they turned the ball over, and ultimately, that ended up being all she wrote. So the Mavs were always within striking distance, it felt like, but they just never were able to uh, cross the goal line. And, and that showed throughout the game. In fact, this was a start-to-finish victory in the end by Celtics crossover. If you look at the how the quarters broke down, we talked in the first game about how the third quarter was really the only quarter you saw kind of a difference in terms of the losing team. This was exactly the same. In fact, Mavs lost every single quarter except the third, and even that, they were not able to win. Just a tie. And no big quarters for either of these teams. So a lot of that ended up being, uh, in in some regards, some pretty sloppy play from certain players. You know, OFAB, OFAB ended up being actually our player of the game in this one, but even he had six turnovers. They had nine turnovers as a team. You had 11 turnovers from the Mavs. Five from dimes. That has been a consistent issue we've seen from some of the better point guards in this league is when you're looking to really set other guys up, sometimes it does lead to more turnovers. That's been pretty common. And it was a start-to-finish victory, as we said. Final score in this one, Celtics take it 63-55 over the Mavs. Again, player of the game is OFAB, 22 points, three rebounds, 11 assists, two steals, although that six turnovers does loom fairly large. Over on the Mavs side of things, 
The guy that I'm going to at least give a shout-out to is Pete B. Ballin. 16 points, 9 rebounds, 2 assists, 3 blocks, just 3 turnovers, just 3 fouls, 7 of 9. Very efficient and a solid game from him. So just like that, we have two, uh, I would say, upsets on the start of the playoffs on night number one. Next up, Warriors versus Blazer 5, game number two. Warriors looking to close out this series. Blazer 5 looking to try to stay in it, kick it to a game number three. As is the case with many 2K League games, this one featured many runs from both the squads. And actually, you got a much more competitive balance in this one than you got in the game number one between the two. Now, Warriors Gaming still looked to be the better team in that first half, but despite that, just a two-point advantage going into halftime. So it wasn't exactly like they were able to jump off to this hot start. Uh, two points in this first half is the lead, 24 in the in Game 1. It was nice to see Blazer 5 uh, showing a little bit of life as they did not in Game number 1. Now here's the problem. You think you got a chance, so I don't know if Blazer 5 went into halftime just feeling like, oh, you know, we got this, guys. We're going to come out. We're going to play strong. I'm not that worried about it. I don't know what happened there. But come third quarter, and we talked in game number one about how they came out of halftime, and they they really were the better team in that third quarter. But this was not the case. In fact, the second half started off with a 13-4 to run by the Warriors. And actually, that really seemed to be the difference in the game. You had another another couple runs from Blazer 5. In fact, at certain points, they were able to get the lead closer. In fact, at one point, it was only five points. And at that, and you really thought maybe Blazer 5 could find a way to get over the hump, find a way to maybe push this to a game number three. But unfortunately, it just was not meant to be because all of a sudden you go from five points and just like that, it's double digits. They're down again. And it never seemed like they were really able to uh, find a way to get back in this one. Think about how good they were in the regular season. And just like last year, boom, they're gone in the first round. Now, I don't know what the Blazer 5 are going to do next. I'm not sure what the next steps are for a team that has had such regular season success. Do, I mean, you can't, you can't really look to blow it up. Do you maybe look to make some trades? I honestly don't know what the answer is. But they've definitely got to do something because what they're doing right now is not working. Final score, 61-55. to 55. You know, I guess they, they kept it a little closer, but uh, whether it's 20 points, whether it's six points, just like that, Blazer 5 were bounced yet again. So two years in a row, they have been bounced in the first round. For Warriors Gaming, again, just a fantastic performance from Type. A nice double-double, 16 points, 13 rebounds, two assists, three steals, just three turnovers. And over on the other side of the basketball, now Mama had a much better game in this one. You actually got really good performances from both him and One Wild Walnut. Uh, Double-doubles from both, 23 points, 12 assists for Mama. One Wild Walnut with 25 and 12. But you know what? A combined seven points from the rest of the team. Not only were they a combined seven points, they were three of 13. That's just not going to get the job done. I mean, I don't know how you expect to win the basketball game when the rest of the team doesn't show up. Maybe that right there... Gives you a direction on the offseason. Just finding a way to surround Mama and One Wild with better players. Uh, I think the draft's going to be pretty important. 2K League is bigger than ever. We have such a large player pool that's going to be taking off for Season 3. And there's going to be lots of options for them. But I think Blazer 5 are going to have to look for a revamp and a better options uh, surrounding their two superstar players. And there we have it. Warriors move on.
Now we have game number two between Celtics crossover and Mavs gaming. Can the Mavs come back, tie this series up, or will they be going home early, just like Blazer 5? Unfortunately for the Mavs, there's not a lot to talk about in terms of this game because they did not show up. You know, we talk about how the first game was a little close. It's kind of the opposite of what we got in the other series between Warriors and Blazer 5, where in that second game, Blazer 5 seemed to really have a little bit more life. The Mavs, I don't know what, what happened or what came through in, in terms of getting prepared uh, for this second game, but it was not great. They were sloppy with the basketball. Honestly, they were sloppy on the defensive end. P.P. Uh, Ball, one of my favorite players, was just picking up a lot of fouls. In fact, he picked up enough fouls where they got a foul technical in that fourth quarter in crunch time. I mean, these are problems that you just cannot have. You know, you look at the Celtics side of the basketball, and honestly... They shined. They absolutely shined. And you you look at certain players. OFAB, absolutely fantastic. Had a double-double. Mel East, very, very good on the defensive end. We talk about turnovers. A big reason why a team as good as the Mavs turns the ball over as much as they do. Number one, part of that is Dimes, who is a little turnover-prone. But, man, the good defense of Mel East definitely showed up in this game. You, you really saw it. And from start to finish, I would say this was definitely the Celtics series, and especially the Celtics game. Looking at how the actual game broke down, Mavs Gaming actually started off the game pretty solid, had a 19-16 to lead at the end of the first quarter. So quarter two, though, they gave up that lead fairly quickly, and they were down one point at halftime. Now, much like we've seen in other games, third quarter, Mavs were competitive yet again, and they were able to do just enough to keep a lead going into the fourth, And then it was like they fell off of a cliff because in that fourth quarter, it was all Celtics. How about this? An absolute blowout, 26-10. to The best players show up when it matters the most. It's like they say, regular season for show, and you play the playoffs for dough. And nowhere else is that more true than in the NBA 2K League. And the Mavs, unfortunately, just did not have it. So two of the teams now, two of the favorites, are all out of the tournament. And moving on, we have Celtics crossover gaming, Warriors gaming. Very nice upsets. Celtics, by the way, in this game, final score 68-53 to is your final. For the Celtics, no shock, player of the game is going to go to OFAB. But actually, despite the fact that he had a solid game, I'm actually going to give player of the game nod to no autographs. 18 points, 14 rebounds, 2 assists, 6 steals, fantastic. Just three turnovers, no fouls, eight of 12, one of one from three. So much to like about an autographs game, but of course, uh, you know, they wouldn't have done it without OFAB. I just want to give the player of the game nod from here from us on the NBA 2K League show to no autographs. Next up, you have the Mavs side of the ball. And unfortunately, no one really jumps off the page to me. And I'm going to give this loss to the team. I, I just think that You expected more from a Mavs team that was so good in the regular season, and we just did not get it. Now, that does it for night number one. Night number two coming up, we have a couple nice matchups, some good teams. You have Sixers taking on Pacers Gaming, and you have T-Wolves taking on Kings Guard Gaming. You're listening to Dash Radio's Nothing Minute channel, and we are the NBA 2K League show going over our playoff weekend. (laughs) 
Now, before we get into this first matchup, I will mention a member of one of the teams we're going to talk about here, 76ers, is going to be joining us later on in this episode as we interview Steez. And you want to make sure you stay tuned for that. It is a definitely a can't-miss interview. Touch on many things as far as the 2K League, the Sixers, and his career. Now, in this game, much like a lot of the other games we've talked about so far, again, runs were a big part of this. You had a really nice start by the 76ers. They came out as the better team in that first quarter. But the second quarter, you got an even better performance from the Pacers. Specifically, Swizzirk was solid in that first half. And you were able to actually see the Pacers take a three-point lead going into halftime, 27-24. to So first quarter goes to the 76ers. Second quarter definitely went to the Pacers. 14-11 was your first quarter, 16-10 to in the second. Now, going into that second half, and things definitely changed in that third quarter as all the momentum ended up going to Sixers GC. Keep in mind, they came into this game, the three seed. They were the favorites in this one. Pacers looking to do what other teams did on night number one and find a way to be the upset. But unfortunately, like we talked about, Despite the Pacers being really good, hitting shots, able to be efficient in that second quarter, it all changed in that third quarter, and unfortunately for them, a big part of why they were really struggling in this game was the pick and roll. Steez and Radiant were the dynamic duo and did a fantastic job. Uh, Steez especially was a phenomenal player in this game, and you're not winning the game without him. He was good start to finish. Now, You look at some of the reasons why the Pacers actually, in the end, just didn't seem to have enough juice. And a big part of that was, I think, as a team, you didn't get uh, the the full-on experience. You you look at uh, Swizzirk was fantastic. Ramo was solid, as he always was. But then you had a couple other guys. uh, One of six from Maddie, just four assists. That really hurts you quite a bit. You, You want your point guard to be able to do a little more than that. Lord Beezus, three of six. Wolf, two of three. You know, but that's not necessarily jumping off the page for some of these guys. And then turnovers, surprisingly, uh, if you're going to lose the basketball game, you generally lose that turnover battle. Pacers actually were better with the basketball than the Sixers were. And a lot of that comes down to, we talk about uh, players like Radiant, Dimes, Ofab, some of these bigger name point guards. Radiant did have four turnovers in this game. But, uh, you know, forget about that. A nice double-double for him, 16-12. and 12. But player of the game, nod. We got to give it to Steez. Six, or 20 points, 9 rebounds, 2 assists, 1 foul, 3 turnovers, 10 of 11 from the field. 10 of 11. You can't buy that efficiency. Looking over at the Pacers side of things, you know, you got some pretty good efforts from a few guys. Uh, to me, nothing really jumps off the page. I, I got to say that this ends up being a, a team loss, unfortunately. I, I wasn't that impressed. You know, you got some good scoring from Swizzirk. You got some uh, pretty good assist work from Ramo, but just a jump-off-the-page player. I just didn't have it in this one, and unfortunately for them, it cost them. They lose this one. Final score, 76ers GC take game number one, 55-50 in the best of three. Game, you definitely felt like both T-Wolves Gaming and Kings Guard were fairly prepared at times, but you talk about we've talked about throughout the season how important consistency is and this was a game where I felt like uh, at times you really saw teams struggling uh, in, in different facets of the game now the T-Wolves come into this game on a seven game win streak are they going to make it eight 
Uh, as far as the Kings are concerned, it's been more of a mixed bag, but they've been pretty solid. But the T-Wolves were definitely the better team in that first quarter. They honestly were able to get what they wanted on the offensive end, and they were able to get enough defense that they had a 10-point advantage going into the second quarter. Now, here's the deal. We talk about the defense. They were only able, they only let the Kings score eight total points in that first quarter. I mean, that's how you start off a basketball game. Now, you jump to that second quarter, though, and story was much different. But here's the problem for the Kings. While they played a better game of basketball, they still ended up losing. So just like that, you lose quarter one, you lose quarter two, and now you're down 11 points at halftime. And what's, what, do you, what do you say at that halftime speech? Whatever it is, Kings guard said it. Because Kings guard in that third quarter came out on an 8-0 to run. In fact, they played a fantastic uh, start to that third quarter. Got that 8-0 run, run, got the game back to within three points, and that's actually how we finished that third quarter. Unfortunately, we talk about the importance of consistency, and in this game, the Kings just did not have it. It was like they spent all their gas in that third quarter because once that fourth quarter hit, T-Wolves were clearly the better basketball team, much like we saw in that first quarter. It was all Wolves in that, second, in that last quarter. In fact, they started off on an 8-2 run in the fourth, And that ultimately was the beginning of the end as the final score in this one ended up being double digits, 64-51. to T-Wolves Gaming take it. A very, very solid performance from T-Wolves Gaming, who now are on an eight-game win streak. If they finish off the night with another one, nine-game win streak would take them into the second round. Very, very solid performance from T-Wolves Gaming. For the T-Wolves, player of the game, bear to beast, my pick for MVP of the tournament. 23 points, 3 rebounds, 11 assists, 1 block, just 2 turnovers, 10 of 14 efficiency, 2 of 2 from 3. Hats off to Bear to Beast. Over on the other side of the ball, Kings guard. I was very impressed with BP. 17 points, 2 rebounds, 10 assists, a steal, a block, 4 turnovers, 6 of 12, decent efficiency, but 5 of 9 from 3. Yes, 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 we will take that all day long if you're a Kings guard gaming fan. But you definitely need to see more consistency in Game 2, or this is going to be another 2-0 sweep in the 2K League playoffs. Now we go back to the first series, Pacers and 76ers GC. Is this going to be a close matchup? Are the Pacers going to find a way to steal one, or are the 76ers going to run away with it? Unfortunately, it really felt like we got our answer very early on, as the first quarter was all 76ers GC. In fact, much like the T-Wolves, they only allowed eight points in that first quarter, scoring 24 of their own. And just like that, this game felt like a blowout. First first game was very close, and, you, and, and it was anyone's matchup. And you thought that if the Pacers could just write a few things in this game, specifically maybe getting a little more consistency from some of the other players, maybe you find a way to steal this one. But unfortunately, it just wasn't meant to be. In fact... Not only were the 76ers the better team, they were the better team, as in everyone on the team was contributing, able to score early on, and you saw that really from start to finish. Now, the first quarter was an absolute domination from 76ers. It really felt like in that second quarter they let up a little bit as the Pacers were able to fight back at least a little bit uh, in that second quarter. You know, they won that 19-15, to get things a little bit closer, but then... 
again, we talk about consistency. And in that third quarter, again, it was all 76ers. And really, that was at the point where you really felt like the game was over. There wasn't much they were able to do. And ultimately, this ended up being, for the most part, a blowout. And I would argue that the game was not as close as the score indicates. If you look at the way it actually finished, 76ers take this one 69-55. to 14 points, it felt like it wasn't that close. And ultimately, the Pacers go quietly into the night. 76ers move on with the victory over Pacers Gaming. Again, 69-55, to they make it a sweep. So far, every single series has been a sweep. T-Wolves, next game, looking to add to the sweep totals. Now, taking a look at the player of the game for 76ers, Radiant. 28 points, 2 rebounds, 13 assists, a steal, a block. Sometimes point guards turn the ball over too much. We can't say that about Radiant, who was phenomenal. And Radiant, the name says it all, just a single turnover. And 11 of 20 from the field, 6 of 10 from 3. Kudos to you. You were fantastic. For the Pacers, I, I will say, actually, you got some nice performances. Four out of five guys with the double with double-digit scoring. Very nice to see. But Lord Bezos... No points, 0 of 2 shooting. In fact, you know, that's that's really not going to jump off the page. No one was really great as far as assists were concerned, although I will, I'll give them credit. A very, very even, you know, top to bottom as far as taking care of the basketball, or I should say being active with the basketball. But ultimately, while they were able to get assists, they also got a lot of turnovers, and they lost that battle 13-5. to Again, your final score... Sixers take it 69-55 over Pacers. Pacers season is over and 76ers move on. Now we have game number two, Kingsguard taking on T-Wolves. T-Wolves looking to extend their winning streak to nine games if they can win this one and also extend it to the fourth straight series in this year's playoffs that ended up being a 2-0 sweep. Name of the game in this one was definitely defense as the T-Wolves came out with a game plan. They were going to shut them down from court to court as you saw very, very good full court defense actually from the beginning of the game and you saw it really hurt the Kings. It was like they didn't really have an answer for it. Anyone that's played basketball before, the key to breaking press is always going to be passing. Unfortunately, you had bad passing if you were the Kings. Turnovers were an issue. They took bad shots. And it was 14-7. to That was the difference in the first quarter. Now, you go into that second quarter, and unfortunately for both teams, you definitely saw some struggles. But at the same time, the Wolves weren't the team that needed to pick it up in the second quarter as they already held a nice lead. As far as the second quarter was concerned, you needed the Kings. If you're a Kings fan, if you're a player for the Kings, this is where you really needed to shine. And unfortunately, it was more of the same, and it was 27-18, T-Wolves up at the half. And, and a big part of that we talk about, again, was the defense and the sloppy play from the Kings. But I would say this. Sometimes a team plays poorly. Other times... Uh, the other team just dominates. And I would say in this case, Kings didn't necessarily just play poorly. It was the Wolves actually causing turnovers, playing solid defense. And they just were the better team in that first half. Now, you go into the second half, third quarter, much like we've seen in all these other games, the team that's down finds a way to come out swinging in that third quarter. And a lot of times the team with the lead just seems to let up a little bit. And we saw that here. Kings went on a run to start the game and or start that second half. And they were able to get it to under five points. But here's the problem. 
You have to be consistent, and that's not what you got from the Kings. T-Wolves were able to go on a run of their own, and unfortunately for that, it really felt like that was really the turning point in the game because all of a sudden, all that momentum the Kings had built, just like that, it seemed like it had dwindled. Going quiet was not in the Kings' game plan, as in that fourth quarter, they fought back and were actually able to get it as close as one point. In that final two minutes, some very impressive basketball from the Kings. T-Wolves, a team that throughout the season have had moments where they have let we leads you know, fly off into the night. And so you sat here and you said, oh no, if you're a T-Wolves fan, if you're an NBA 2K League fan, all of a sudden you feel worried. And if you're one of the players on the T-Wolves gaming, don't you start to tighten up just a little bit? But unfortunately for the Kings and fortunately for the T-Wolves, they did find a way to get a three-point shot. They were able to push the lead under a minute to go. They ended up finalizing it. And your final score in this game, solid win for the T-Wolves who ended up moving on 56 to 49 and just like that nine game win streak and they are headed to round number two and every single game now every single series I should say has been a sweep once again this game bear to beast is the player of the game just like he was in game one 22 points nine assists one steal just a single foul and three turnovers very efficient nine of 13 and two of three from three over on the king's guard side very very impressive worthing colt 13 points, 11 rebounds, 8 assists, almost that triple-double, a block, just 2 fouls, and not a single turnover. Also was efficient, 6 of 8 from the field. Lots to like from his game, but ultimately it was not enough as, again, the Kings guard gaming falls 56-49 to to the T-Wolves. And now we move on to round number 2. Lots of things to like about this next matchup. Now you have T-Wolves Gaming taking on Warriors Gaming. This is round number two. Now you have a four seed, the T-Wolves, taking on an eight seed Warriors. But again, this is not your normal eight seed. This is a team that really just kind of experimented, tried some things out, did not show who they really were uh, as far as the last few games of the regular season, as far as the Warriors are concerned. As far as the T-Wolves, not your regular four seed, as they come into this game on a nine-game win streak, one of the best teams, one of the hottest teams in the NBA 2K League, probably the hottest at this point. So this is a very interesting matchup. Again, I picked the T-Wolves to win it all, and, and I, didn't go, I didn't come out of round number one thinking anything different. T-Wolves, a lot of confidence. Uh, they felt like they were a team that nobody wanted to face in the playoffs. And ultimately, I will say it, in this game, that was the case. They came out as the better team, and throughout most of this game, they 100% were the better team. The only thing that I'll say about the T-Wolves, now the 19-15 first quarter, a 20-10 second, and honestly, you look at that and you're saying to yourself, is it already over? You have a you know 25 points for the Warriors to 39 for the T-Wolves going into halftime. Third quarter comes around. We talk about how important it is to come out swinging, come out with a little bit of fire, and the Warriors didn't even have that in the third quarter. As they lost that one, 15-8 was the run in that third quarter the T-Wolves went on, and they go into that fourth quarter with a monster lead. But here's the issue the T-Wolves have had consistently. Just happened in the last game, and here it is happening yet again. Now, late in this game, the T-Wolves got a little sloppy. Now, they got a little sloppy in other games, too. And that's going to be the difference, I think, as these playoffs wind down, is are they going to find a way to get rid of that 
hiccup they seem to have almost every fourth quarter. This is not the first time it's happened. They did it in game number two, a little bit at least. This is something I, I really want to see them change. I want you to not only come out swinging in the, in the first half, but two, three, four, consistency. Get me consistency. And so I want you to finish off strong. Don't let them come back into this game. At one point, the game got to 13 points. Don't let that happen. In fact, what you need to do is if you play as dominant as the Wolves did in quarters one to three, I want quarter four to be just as dominant, maybe even more so, because you want to just stomp the life out of that Warriors gaming team. And the T-Wolves just did not do that. And that could be an issue down the road, but in this game, they were up by so much that it really didn't make a huge difference. 71-53 is the final score in this game. T-Wolves do take the win in Game 1. Four T-Wolves, player of the game, bear to beast, no questions asked. 24 points, 5 rebounds, 15 assists, just 3 turnovers. Absolutely fantastic. A nice 22 points from turn-up defense as well, and 16 from JoJo. This is a team that's firing on all cylinders right now, playing the best basketball. And just like that, they're on a huge win streak. Warriors... You know, a number of guys were in double digits. Uh, one thing that's kind of goofy for me, gradient, zero points on zero for zero shooting. He really didn't do a whole lot other than foul five times. I mean, that's not going to help you get a win. And ultimately, they didn't get a win. The player I, I will give a shout-out to, though, is Type. 12 points, 12 rebounds, and a steal. Nice double-double, just a single turnover and 6 of 10 efficiency. So, solid game from him. But ultimately, again, they lose this one. T-Wolves take it 71-53. to Now we have 76ers GC taking on Celtics crossover gaming. A cold start to a hot team. That's what I will say is a little bit of the theme for this game. As 76ers down 9-0 to early on by to the Celtics. The other theme of this game, though, was definitely defense. At least for stretches, as after that first quarter, I really felt like the 76ers found a new gear on that second uh, or on that on portion of the court. And just like that, uh, when they started to really kick back into this game in that first quarter, actually, they went on a run of their own. And ultimately, I felt like runs, we talk about how important runs are in the NBA 2K League. And this game actually was a lot of back and forth from start to finish. You know, 9-0 run here, 12-2 run there. Uh, really a very solid first half from both teams at times. But again, consistency is what we're looking for. But here, look at this difference. Quarter one, Celtics lose it by one point. So it's 14-13. They take quarter two, 12-9. So again, it's a very, very good back and forth. And this is something you actually saw throughout the game. But then you jump into that second half, though, and here's the difference. Celtics had the lead going into halftime. They come into the third quarter, and I'm not going to say that anything necessarily changed, but at certain times, you got to be able to score the basketball when necessary. You need that player that is just going to be able to say, look, I'm going to get buckets. And unfortunately, I didn't really feel you got that from the Celtics, who were never able to really overcome that really, really good defense from 76ers. Ultimately, in the last minute of this game, what this actually came down to was a second chance opportunity and a second chance bucket. Celtics we're on defense. Let's set the scene here. Celtics on defense. Sixers with the ball. Sixers take a tough shot, but they get their rebound, call a timeout, and out of that timeout, they end up getting a three-pointer, and that was all she wrote. Ends up being uh, the final there. They end up losing by four points uh, in the end, but it just was a, a very solid matchup, but Sixers did enough. 
especially, like I said, on that defensive end where they found a way to win it. 55-51 to 51 is your final 76ers over Celtics crossover. Funny thing, uh, quarter three, 76ers win 16-13. to 13. Quarter four, exactly the same, 16-13. to 13. Interestingly enough, uh, we had a game recently where Radiant was so solid and wasn't turning the ball over. In this game, they won. But 14 points, 12 assists, nice double-double, but eight turnovers? You got to do better than that if you're going to find a way to the championship. If you're going to win the next game, I feel like you need a better uh, overall effort from him. Player of the game, I'm going to give actually to ZDS. 21 points, three assists, a steal, just a single turnover. Nine of 13 efficiency from the field, three of seven from three. From the Celtics, no shocker, but OFAB was definitely the player to watch. 19 points, two rebounds, 11 assists, a steal. Six turnovers is not ideal, and seven of 17, bad efficiency, two of eight from three. Uh, I'm starting to talk myself out of this one, but no, ultimately, OFAB was definitely the best player on the Celtics, but considering all the flaws he had in this one, it's not really a shock that they lost. Again, this was one of the better matchups. This one came down to the wire, and if you missed any of these games, you want to make sure that you tune in. Take a look on Twitch. Take a look on YouTube Gaming. There are places to watch highlights, full games, however you want to watch it. Definitely make sure you check it out if you missed it. Final score again, 76ers GC, 55, Celtics crossover, 51. Game number two now of Warriors versus T-Wolves. Are the Warriors going to find a way to fight back, or are we going to have yet another sweep? I credit the Warriors doing something that not every team has been able to do so far in these playoffs, and that is they had a, a first game that they really played poorly in, and they came into this game, and they didn't let that phase them, at least early on, as it was 12 points to 12 points in that first quarter. Unfortunately, that was short-lived, as in the second quarter, they only scored eight points. And for two reasons, fantastic T-Wolves defense. They were so good on that end. I I promise you, again, if you did not see this game, you want to go back and watch it. They were fantastic, just eight points, but also really, really hot shooting from the T-Wolves. And they win quarter two, 18-8. And ultimately, they really never look back as they win every single quarter after that. Now, the Warriors in the second half... Had a little bit of life in that third quarter, as we've seen with some other teams that ended up losing, but a little life wasn't going to take over, considering how good the T-Wolves have been on this winning streak. They end up taking the lead to 10 points going into the fourth quarter, and they actually end up pushing it even further. Final score in this game actually is 68-46 as T-Wolves gaming, honestly, with a very, very easy win. Warriors get swept, and just like that, this series is over. Wolves moving on to the finals. Very happy as a Minnesotan to hear that, but also, this was my pick. I was expecting T-Wolves Gaming to find a way to make it to the finals and win the finals. Glad to see they have made it there. For the T-Wolves, player of the game in this one, got to give it to none other than Well, you know what? We normally give it to Bear to Beast, but I actually want to give a shout-out here to someone else. Turn up defense. Leads the team with 20 points. Two rebounds, two assists, six steals, no fouls, no turnovers. Eight of nine from the field, two of three from three, two of two from the free throw line. That's efficiency that every team wants. Fantastic game from him and from the T-Wolves as they win this one. Again, not even close. 68 to 46 is your final. Wolves to the finals. Who will be joining them? Let's see if we're getting a sweep or we're getting a game three. 76ers taking on Celtics crossover game number two. Unfortunately for anyone that watches the 2K League, if you're hoping for competitiveness, you didn't get a lot of that in the playoffs here as 
we're not going to touch too much on this game. This was an absolute domination. I mean, seriously, one of the most lopsided games we've seen. Definitely the most lopsided game we've seen in these playoffs. 76ers, how about this final score? 96 to 59. Your ears do not deceive you. That's how bad this game was. Now, you want to know where this really unfolded? Right from the get-go, this was a wire-to-wire victory. Start to finish, it was all 76ers. And this is what I wanted. We talked earlier about how you got to close out games strong. And at times, the T-Wolves don't do that. 76ers, look at this. They're already dominating in this game. They win quarter one by five. They win quarter two by seven. So at halftime, they've got a nice 12-point lead, and things are looking really solid for them. Not only are they playing good defense, good offense, Lots to like from them. But then in the third quarter, it's more of the same again as they get another seven-point lead. So they another seven-point uh, advantage, I should say, in that third quarter. And all, all cylinders, clearly firing in all cylinders. And then the fourth quarter was the best quarter of all. They win the fourth quarter 34-16. to 16. Absolutely destroyed the Celtics. I mean, I'm shocked. I, I felt like the Celtics had been a pretty solid team. In this game, you just did not see it at all. One big reason for that was what I would say so far, at least in these playoffs, this was the best performance of anybody we've seen. No joke, Radiant, 37 points, 14 assists, just two fouls, just three turnovers, 11 of 14 from the field, 6 of 7 from 3, 9 of 11 from the free throw line. Just fantastic. And honestly, the 76ers must have just so much confidence to take into the finals after what a performance this was. Uh, just so much to like about what the 76ers did. 26 points from ZDS. Uh, 9, 7, and 4 from Steez with no turnovers. This was an all-out performance from this entire team. And if I'm the T-Wolves, uh, I'm, I'm a little bit worried just because you see how good the 76ers can be. But of course... We have to keep in mind, no one is hotter than the Wolves on their big win streak currently. For the Celtics, you know, a a solid season from them. The guy that I want to shout out is no autographs in this game. 20 points, 9 rebounds, 7 assists, a steal, just 3 fouls, just 2 turnovers, 10 of 12 from the field. Solid performance from him, but unfortunately, the Celtics season is over. Final score in this one, 96-59. to 76ers beat Celtics crossover. And just like that, we've got our finals matchup. That is going to take place Saturday, August 3rd. That's 3 p.m. Eastern time for game number one. This is actually different than the other matchups. This is a best-of-five series. So we'll see who will end up being the victor. Of course, we'll give you the breakdown on next week's episode. But that's not actually it for this week's show, as we do have more to come. And you want to stay tuned now as we have our interview with 76ers GC player and player that's going to be in the finals, Steve. This week on the NBA 2K League show, we are joined via telephone by 76ers GC, Alex Bernstein. You know him as Steez. Welcome to the show, Alex. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. You know, today is a, a great day in the NBA 2K League world. Teams, the T-Wolves Gaming, 76ers GC, are getting ready for the finals upcoming this Saturday, August 3rd. How excited are you for this? I mean, obviously the, the excitement's there. Uh, I was talking to some family members the other day, and they were asking me if I'm nervous, all that. 
Uh, I mean, every emotion kind of runs through your head this whole week uh, leading up to it. You kind of just want to play, especially because, uh, you know, not a lot of teams are still in market now since the season's over. So, like, throughout the days, you're trying to find ways to scrimmage and get better. But, you know, it's kind of hard when the rest of the league um, isn't really practicing anymore. So, uh, it's a lot of it's a lot of downtime right now during this week, and you're just going through your head of all the scenarios of of, of the the matchup this weekend. So, a lot a lot of nerves, a lot of excitement, but uh, it's pretty much just every emotion just running through you. Agreed. And you know, I always found preparation breeds confidence, and you know, it's one of these things you're going to be walking into, arguably the biggest series in your 2K league career. The team's got to be working for a game plan for T Wells Gaming, who. You could say is the hottest team right now. Their win streak and their sort of role reversal from being three to sit three and six to now very impressive. How do you stop that momentum without giving away the Bush family bean recipe here? <laughs> um, well, like you said, they're they are one of the hottest teams right now. They're you know they've been on a huge streak, and um, a lot of that's credits obviously their their small forward Jay Money, who they traded for mid season. Um, he's really lit a fire under that team but um, we've always had the philosophy over here in philly where you know we're we're not going to change what we do we usually you know when teams play us they have to game plan and they have to change up what they do um we've been we've been true to ourselves for two years now two seasons um there's not a lot of changing our end we we pretty much stick to the philosophy where you know as long as we go out there and we play some 76 or gc 2k we're we're going to be okay you know, and speaking of the consistency with the team, you and your point guard, Radiant, uh, the two retained players from last year's draft, you were the fourth-round draft choice by 76ers GC. How important has that chemistry been for you two guys leading this new Season 2 team, ultimately here to the finals? Uh, it, it, it's been a big part of our success with the chemistry that Radiant and I have. Uh, you know, when he got drafted and when I got drafted, uh, it was pretty much known early that he, you know, he's going to be our MVP. He's going to be the engine that runs the show, and um, I'm going to take role as like the the, the lead, the, the vocal leader of the team, um, making sure that we're doing everything right off the court and on the court to try and help us. And you know, he tries to put us in the best position to be successful. Um, but you know, when when we drafted this new team with our two new players, we let them know early, uh, right up. I called both of them on draft night and told them, listen, you guys buy into the system and and do what you guys need to do and, and fill your role. And this team's going to be very successful and you guys are going to win a lot of money. And, um, you know, I haven't lied to them yet. So hopefully, uh, you know, they're, they're still trusting the process. And um, that's pretty much how we've made the season roll so far. Yes, new players to your team. Some familiar face on the opposition team. I'm talking about I Feast, uh, former player from 76ers GC last season, now with T-Wolves Gaming. How excited are you to pair up against him in this final stage? In Feast, uh, all accolades and, and round of applause for him. Uh, Sportsmanship Award of the Year for Season 2, so kudos to him. What's that going to feel like? Um, you know, it's tough because I, I know how, this, how the storyline is going to look. Um, you know, his, his, his uh, last year's team going against him in the finals this year. And, and you know, we said it early, uh, especially when we played them in the tip-off, was that uh, – you no, know, it, it was never we traded Feast or anything like that. We we always loved Feast. He uh, ended up getting taken from us from the T Wolves from the expansion. Um, so there was never any bad blood or anything like that. Uh, I, I know Feast is always gonna you know be a brother to us here at 76ers GC, but uh, it, it's gonna be fun. Uh, me and him talked after he made the finals, and you know we both said we were proud of each other, and you know it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun one. You know there's there's no bad blood, nothing like that. Uh, of course, when we're on the battlefield and we're playing on stage, it's 
it's going to be all competitive, but after that, it's still all love. Yes, the 2K League community really, I mean, it's a supportive community. I wasn't insinuating any bad blood. I was just saying how crazy it, it is that, you know, here you guys were last season teammates. Now you're in the finals. I mean, what a full circle that is, right? It's just got to be cool to see everyone succeed. And you're exactly right. When it's tip-off, it, if they're not wearing the same colors, it's it's over for that period of time. So walk me through this playoff run because you guys get paired up with Pacers Gaming, who had, a, I would say, a good season to really good season. They're obviously not as happy as they wanted to be, but that was a tough first-round matchup. Uh, yeah, I mean, we, we played them in the, in the ticket tournament, and, you know, Ramo was doing really well in that post-born build. Um we kind of slipped up that game, and we, and we kind of gave it away, and we felt like we gave it away to them. And, um, you know, once we played them first round or we knew we were matched up against them first round of playoffs, we decided, you know, we want our money back. And, uh, you know, every round of playoffs, there's a good prize pool in each one. So we ended up getting our money back, but uh, we bought into our game plan, and, you know, that was make them score on us in the half court. They're more of a defensive team, and uh, we're going to – they're gonna. We're gonna see if they're gonna keep up with our offensive pace, and obviously it didn't work out for them. We we came out and played a very good series, um, but that's kind of how that went. We, it, everything we executed the plan perfectly, and you know that's why we moved on. Speaking of series, it's been very interesting with this NBA 2K League playoff series. Many sweeps involved here. You guys sweep Pacers Gaming in the first round. You take on Celtics Crossover Gaming, who really gave you a run in the first game. Ultimately, it was a it was a flood in the second game. Can you talk me through how that first game played out and how close it really was? Yeah, I mean, uh, playing series in the playoffs it's tough because you know every team's different. So you know we go and play the Pacers the day before, and that's a very heavy defensive team. And then once you're getting ready to go to bed that night, you're realizing you're taking on a whole different animal, which is one of the MVP candidates, Fab. Um, I know Scott Cole, especially when he would host uh, the the league games, he was always talking about he was ready for a, a OFAB and, and Radiant matchup. Um, but it was something that we never took too much concern to because we played them before. We played them with FAB this season and without FAB this season. Uh, both times we did really well against them. We just knew the same thing like I said before. As long as we played our game, we knew we were going to be okay. So that first game we played not so well, but um, we didn't stray from it. We just knew if we came out and uh, – Tried to take control of the game early, especially game two. We were going to get out there with a the sweep. And so game one, a little tough game two. We came out there, executed from the start right off the tip. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, the results showed. And then, yeah, I know you guys watched and saw Radiant have a little fun in the third quarter, going five out against Mel East. And, and he kind of just took over. And, you know, having a point guard like that, of that MVP caliber, it's really nice sometimes just being able to stand there and just watch the show. Yeah, I'm talking with Steez from 76ers GC. This is the NBA 2K League show here on Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. Make sure to add him on Twitter, Steez underscore 2K. And if you're an IG user, at Bernstees. Alex Bernstein, number 88, the center of the 76ers GC team. He is playing in the NBA 2K League Finals this August the 3rd. It's a Saturday. Buckle up. It's going to be super exciting because you can watch it on Twitch, YouTube Gaming, first game against T-Wolves Gaming, 3 p.m., game two, 4.15, and who knows what happens after that, right? You got two games for sure. Now let's talk about this finals matchup. T-Wolves Gaming, like I said, they're coming in hot. 
your matchup on paper is going to be exciting. Two very efficient centers. It's going to be very interesting to see the subtleties play out. For the average fan, you know, maybe this is somebody's first time checking in. What should they be looking for? Um, you're just looking for, you know, a high octane atmosphere. Uh, a lot of people when they when they watch on Twitch, it's awesome. It's exciting because of all the trash talking and the personalities within this league. But uh, being there in the studio, it's a different kind of breed because uh, you're just seeing so much passion. It does, you know, there's so many other esports out there: Fortnite, League of Legends, Call of Duty, um, where obviously they have a huge crowd and and all that and we're working our way up there but the passion's still there and the love for the game is still there in this league and i think that shows um and that's what you're going to see this saturday in, in the finals uh series is just two dog teams just going at it just just fighting to the end just doing something that they love and doing it for you know their teammates their family their organization um it, it's something that you don't want to miss now alex in a moment like this you guys are back to back nba 2k league tip-off tournament champions you guys obviously know what it takes to run the table and close it out how confident are you going into this finals game uh the confidence is always there like i said 76 you see we we know what it's like we're a championship caliber team um uh, we've tried to build something over here where, you know, we're, this is who we are. You know, we, we're used to winning and uh, we're used to preparing, though, just as well. Um, nothing's handed to you in this life. We know we got to go out there and play these games and, and execute, but the confidence is definitely there. Uh, like I said, having having a point guard like, like Radiant definitely brings that confidence up, but just all five of us on that court, even our sixth man, you know, we, we all got each other's backs and uh, nobody's out there playing by themselves. You know, with the finals approaching here this Saturday, I can't help but to think, Alex, that there's a, a certain special someone that is out there that is sort of your supporter. I'm talking about your father. I watched an unbelievably emotional video. It really hit me where it, where I could feel it because I've played some special games, not 2K League, just basketball, for somebody. What are your emotions in, in, in regards to this? Oh, man. Uh, yeah, that's it's definitely playing for for pops out there, but uh, it's huge. Um, I played football my whole life. Never played a, a, a minute of, of basketball. Uh, never touched the court. But uh, all my football games, stuff like that, he was always there supporting me. And the year that he actually passed away was the year that I won a ring in football. Um, so he never got to witness that. Um, and obviously, you know, he won't be there in person, but he'll be there in spirit this weekend. And so hopefully, you know, bringing home that championship, you know, he'll he'll be looking down on me, smiling and. Um, that's along with the rest of my family. But, yeah, like in that video you're talking about, I was, you know, they asked me who I play for, and, and it's always been for him. And, you know, he's one of my best friends. And, uh, you know, I, I can't wait to go out there and, and show him what my team can do. Well, Alex, best of luck to you. Steez from 76ers GC, a little special uh, treat for everybody this Saturday, August 3rd. You can watch on Twitch, watch on YouTube Gaming. Make sure you check it out. And follow Steez on Twitter at Steez underscore 2K IG at Burn Steez. Thank you for joining the show and best of luck this Saturday. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me, guys. Introducing the Roadcaster Pro Podcast Production Studio. The Roadcaster Pro is a true world first all in one console solution for podcasters of all levels, featuring four microphone channels. Bluetooth, USB, and TRRS inputs, eight color-coded sound effect pads, four high-power headphone outputs, and more. The Roadcaster Pro is professional podcasting made easy. 
Available in stores this December. Visit www.road.com for more information. Once again, that's www.rode.com. From your team's first title It's only one quarter till your name hangs with idols Preparation, everything, fundamentals, vital Each game is survival Never be true I ride a diesel through your sound Like the Miami Heat And we'll be in South Beach They be showing us Take it up Yeah, Right here's a rip To the rim Reach Get out Take it up Take it up 